Hi, I'm Samantha. Hi, I'm Sarah. And, and we, we are, are the, the Doom, Doom Crew. Damn you! Just a quick disclaimer on this episode. Um, Samantha and I had a couple glasses of wine before recording, so we think we're hilarious. <laughs> we are. Please enjoy! Hey nerds, this week Sarah and I are both going to talk about some cryptozoology. Are you ready? Yes. Are you talking to me? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I, no, I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for the listeners to answer. Well, that can take a while. Oh, fuck. Things can take about three and a half days. Yes, that will be Monday. Yeah. The word jackalope is a portmanteau of jackrabbit and antelope. So, you know what a jackalope is, right? I was going to say, so a portmanteau is a combination of two words to make a new word. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, that's what that's that is. That's what we all just learned. Yes. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. But yeah, I know so, what the fuck a jackalope is. Okay, so it is said to be antlered species of rabbit. Yep, they have okay. antlers for sure. And a cowboy hat, It's one remember. of the rarest animals in the world. It's a cross between, are you ready? A now extinct pygmy deer and a species of killer rabbit. <laughs> What? A pygmy deer and a killer rabbit? A killer rabbit. rabbit. Yep. Okay, okay. Okay. The antler species of rabbits are brownish in color, weigh between three and five pounds, and move with lightning speeds of 90 miles per hour. What? Yeah. Wait, is this... Listen. Yeah, this is the research. This is real. This is the research. Okay. I'm okay. listening. Most commonly cited in states of Wyoming, Colorado, Nebraska, and New Mexico. The jackalope also appears to have a European cousin in Germany known as the Wolpertinger. Wolpertinger? Yep. Do they sell that at Burger King? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> and in Sweden, a related species called the Skavator. Skavator? Yes. Illustrations of horned hairs go back as far as the 16th century in scholarly European works, and as far back as 13th century in Persian illustrations. The only difference is that Persian illustrations, the rabbit is seen with only having one antler. Oh, so a singular horn. Yeah, like a unicorn. Or a narwhal. No, it's a unicorn jackrabbit. That's what the fuck it is. It's a narwhal jackrabbit, too, though. But I'd rather a unicorn. Narwhals. <laughs> Anyways, so many jackalopes... These narwhals are real. It's a fucking jackalope, okay? <laughs> Do you not believe in jackalopes? No, and I'll get to why. Okay. okay. I can't wait. So, <laughs> many jackalope taxidermy mounts, including the original, are made with deer antlers. Mm. Many believe that the jackalopes were originally found in Wyoming by a man named Douglas Herrick in 1932. Well, Herrick. He was, <laughs> yep, it's perfect. Well, he was out hunting with his brother. So some state that Douglas threw the rabbit on the floor. It collided with the body of a deer, and Douglas stated it looked like a rabbit with antlers. That is why he put them together. Okay. On the mount. So he's the first one to make a taxidermied. Yes. So Okay. Jackalopes were also said to be vicious creatures that would savagely attack hunters who tried to kill them. Some believe the jackalope is rude. now extinct, yet sightings of the creatures still occur. In the 90s, jackalopes became popular across the United States because of the show America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. But now let me tell you the truth about jackalopes and why I don't particularly believe in them. I can't believe you. 
jackalopes are really just rabbits with a disease called papillomavirus. Fuck you. Yeah, no, it causes their um them to have tumors that solidify and turn into bone like. So they are real. I mean, they're antlers and they have a disease. Maybe that makes them feral. I <laughs> I think the fact that they live outside <laughs> and are not domesticated makes them feral. So do you want to hear how they're used in pop culture? Yeah. Since Douglas Herrick and his brother began selling manipulated taxidermy heads in the 1930s, such trophies, as well as jackalope postcards and related gift shop items, can be found in many places in Wyoming, where they originated. Just Wyoming? No, they can be found everywhere now, but they're more well-known in Wyoming. Wyoming, just fun fact for anyone who may be curious, in 2005... The legislator of Wyoming considered a bill to make the jackalope the state's official mythical creature. (laughs) No joke. Yeah, it passed the House by 45 to 12 margin. But the session ended before the Senate could take the bill, which died. In 2013, following the death of the bill's sponsor, the state legislator reintroduced the bill. It again passed the House, but died in the Rules Committee of the Senate. In 2015, three state representatives put forth the jackalope proposal again this time as house bill number 66 and again it passed the house but died in the senate one of the co-sponsors said i'll keep bringing it back until it passes (laughs) (laughs) he's determined amazing yeah okay but the jackalope has a lot of supporters in in wyoming yeah very they have an entire festival dedicated to the jackalope in douglas county Ooh. okay it's like a whole thing it's really, it's a big thing in Wyoming. I didn't know that. I didn't either. But now we do. And we have a new vacation spot, it seems. No. <laughs> Wait, why not, Sarah? It's a fucking jackalope, and it's also fucking Wyoming. It's fair. I've been. There's nothing. Nothing. I'm sorry. If we have one listener from Wyoming, I'm sorry. <laughs> why were you in Wyoming? I was driving from Reno back to home. Oh, okay. So it's like when you drive through Nebraska to get to Colorado from yeah, Iowa. Yeah, there's fucking nothing. I stayed the I night mean, in Wyoming. We lived in Iowa. Yeah. There's nothing there either. No. Oh, you want to see some corn? Some corn fields? Go to Iowa. There's also bean fields. I say we. We don't live there anymore. No. We're Texans now. I mean, you're from there, though. You That's are. That's true. I am. I'm not. I was born and raised in Iowa. Fuck that place. Hey. <laughs> hey. I mean, I like you, all right. <laughs> Your face! <laughs> I'm astonished that you would say such a thing. I'm just kidding. I lived in Iowa. There's really not much to brag about. No! Where, do, where are you born? Iowa. People forget that's a state. They they think it's Idaho. Idaho. The number of times I've been They're asked, like, how are your potatoes? There aren't any. Yeah. There's beans and corn. That's not us. Nah. Thanks. That's the other I And state. hogs. Hogs. They're Full of hogs. You Lots of pig shit smell. Ugh. I mean, there's like literally places you drive all over that you're like, ready for the pig shit smell. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. It's just, you're ready for it. You prepare. Yeah. Because it's foul. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Enough about that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. So, many books, including a large number written for children, feature jackalope. There's also musicians who have included jackalopes in various ways. Jackalopes have appeared in movies and on television. In 1990s, a jackalope named Jack Ching Bada Bang was a reoccurring character in America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, that's why I know him. That's I know. I said him. 
You did. You know him personally. Yeah, him, the jackalope. Jackalopes appear in video games such as Dead Red Redemption, which my husband plays. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Well, yeah, but you can, the, the player is able to hunt and skin jackalopes. That seems aggressive. I know, I agree. Uh, a low-budget jackalope mockumentary called Stag Bunny. <laughs> what? Is that porn? No. It aired in Casper and Douglas in Wyoming in 2006. Oh, just there. Well, yeah, because, you know, now I want to look it up, though. <laughs> yes. Beginning in 1997, the Central Hockey League including included a team called the Odessa Jackalopes. All you need to know is a jackalope is a vicious creature that runs at 90 miles per hour and will kill you with its horns. But also, it's just a rabbit with tumors on its head. So it's actually kind of sad. Poor bunny. I know. But that's the story of the jackalope. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> no <laughs> problem. You you wanted me to, to, to do something. <laughs> and motherfucker, I did. You did. Because you want an episode for your your daddy. Yeah, my dad. My Faja. They call him Faja. So it's happy Faja's day. Like every year, actually. That's kind of cute. Yeah. Oh, you guys have a thing. Yeah, we do. So this episode is dedicated to Samantha's Faja. Yeah, my Faja. Daniel. Thanks for listening. Okay. Now, let's hear about why this is for your dad. Yep. Let's do it. My dad didn't know what a podcast was before I asked him to listen to our first episode. So my dad goes on a walk every single day. And he listens to new episodes, like, each week when they come out. And then he texts me about his feedback. So he was the first person to request a specific topic. And so I would love to now present to you <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> now, I relied heavily on Wikipedia for my information here. There's a ton of podcasts, books, documentaries, etc. on this topic, so please feel free to reference any of those beautifully curated materials before relying on my information. Okay? I expect more from you. <laughs> Get out true. of here. <laughs> you shouldn't. I don't. That was a mistake. So there have been sightings of Bigfoot from as many as a thousand years ago, and in several different countries, not just the U.S. and Canada. This subsect of cryptozoology is known by many different names, and I'm going to tell you about some of the most easily researchable ones. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, okay. Now, many mainstream scientists have categorically discounted the story of Bigfoot, but we're not worried about them today, so... So long, science. <laughs> I was just going to say, fuck science. <laughs> yeah, I was like, bye, science. <laughs> We're not dealing with you today. <laughs> we don't have time for you. No. It's time to talk about Bigfoot. Bigfoot is typically described as a large, muscular, bipedal, ape-like creature covered in dark fur or hair. Typically, it's thought to be between 6 and 9 feet tall, though some sightings have put them taller at 10 to 15 feet. That's Hagrid-sized. Isn't Hagrid, like, 12 feet tall? I have no idea. Are you fucking serious? Do you know? I think he's 12 feet tall. Will you please Google it for <clears throat> me? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Descriptions vary, but some state that it's had a very human-like face. 
One man even claims to have had the creature in his shotgun sight, but he said he couldn't pull the trigger because it looked too human. Reports also credit the creature with broad shoulders, no visible neck, and long arms. Eight feet, six inches. All right, I stand corrected. Hagrid is eight feet, six inches. (laughs) So average Bigfoot height, really, is what we're hearing. So Hagrid is Bigfoot. Dad, listen. (laughs) I figured out Bigfoot, and it's Hagrid. I would dare you to defy the logic here. Dark, long, like, dark hair, almost no neck. Long-ass beard. Yeah. Long hair. Yep. He's a wizard. And Bigfoot. That's just my theory. We're not here for science today. Uh, Michael Rugg, owner of the Bigfoot Discovery Museum in Northern California, claims to have smelled Bigfoot, stating, Imagine a skunk that has rolled around in dead animals and has hung around the garbage pits. Gross. Yep. Not the only person to say that the Bigfoot has a smell. Many of the indigenous cultures across the North American continent include tales of mysterious hair-covered creatures living in forests, and according to anthropologist David Daigling, these legends existed long before contemporary reports of Bigfoot. These stories differed in their details both regionally and between families in the same community. In the year 1958, the name Bigfoot came to be more widespread. Jerry Crew was a logging company bulldozer operator in Humboldt County, California, and he discovered a set of 16-inch-long human-like footprints in the Six Rivers National Forest. When he told his co-workers about them, they replied that they had seen similar tracks and had had some odd experiences nearby those sites. For example... There was, at one point, a 450-pound oil drum that moved, and no one claimed responsibility for having moved it. Oh. So, like, 450 pounds, that's not, like, no. just anyone can do that, you know? But Bigfoot could. could. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, this crew started cr- calling the creature Bigfoot. Now, previously, there were some one-off cases of specific people having the nickname Bigfoot, including three indigenous tribe chiefs, one from the Wyandotte people, one from the Lakota people, and one from the Potawatomi. All were named for their large feet, size, and strength. There was a Texas ranger known by this name and today still has a town named for him, Bigfoot, Texas. There were also two bears called Bigfoot in the press in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. There have been over 10,000 reported Bigfoot sightings in the U.S. alone. Roughly one-third of these are from the Pacific Northwest. Predominantly, the three focus areas are the Pacific Northwest, the Great Lakes region, and the Southeast USA. So, like, Florida. Essentially just Florida. You'll hear. There's some more around there. In Canada, the name Sasquatch is more common than Bigfoot, but both are used interchangeably. And then Bigfoot has different names in different areas of the U.S. So in Florida, it's called the Skunk Ape. Whoa. Yep. Grassman in Ohio. The Falk Monster in Arkansas. 
one of my favorites, the Wood Booger. <laughs> Stop it. The Wood Booger in Virginia, yes. The Monster of Whitehall, Whitehall, New York. Momo in Missouri, which state abbreviation is Mo? So I'm like, did they just call it Momo from Mo? Okay, if any of our listeners are from any of these states, if any of this sounds familiar or true, please let us know. Yes. Oh my gosh, please tell us in our Facebook group. I'm dying to know if you've, like, heard your own story about this. Yeah. It'd be so cool. Um, The Honey Island Swamp Monster in Louisiana. The fuck? Dewey Lake Monster in Michigan. The Old Men of the Mountain in West Virginia. Mogollon Monster in Arizona. It's also called the uh, Bushman, Freeman, Wildman, and my favorite name of all of them is the Big Muddy Monster <laughs> no, from like, Southern Illinois. I like Booger. Wood Booger. <laughs> yes. But I've, I remember hearing about Big Muddy Monster, like the lore of that from Southern Illinois, because that's where I went to school, like college. Some common behaviors of Bigfoot include throwing rocks uh, both territorially and as a means of communication. Wood knocking, which is essentially, it's not just going up and like knocking with your fist. It's like taking your arm and like throwing it against a tree trunk. That's what they're calling wood knocking. Things that have been noted are like breaking and twisting of foliage and trees, potentially as a way to mark their territory. And then they've also found like trees that are stacked in like a weave or crisscross pattern like out in the middle of nowhere i have a question yes in any of your research has anybody ever found a skeleton just you wait okay there were a collection of nests found in washington state that were studied by primatologists who came to the conclusion that they appear to have been created by a primate Okay. I, I understand humans are also primates, <laughs> yeah. but I imagine they would have been able to say this was man-made, but they credited a primate. So, a monkey. Got you. In Washington State. A wood booger. <laughs> <laughs> Those are in Virginia. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Wood booger. There are both claims that Bigfoot is a solitary creature and that they could live in groups. So, no definitive answers there. I thought they were, what I've heard is that they were solitary. Indiv- yeah. Yeah. They wanted to be by them damn selves. Right. So, they're perfect. But I've never thought about families of big feet. <laughs> big boots. <laughs> yeah. How would you do big feet? It's big feet. Mr. and Mrs. Bigfoot. <laughs> and baby Bigfoot. I want to see a baby Bigfoot. A baby Bigfoot. That would be so cute. Are they are they assumed to have the intelligence of a normal human? No. Then how come we haven't seen them? They are sneaky, Sarah. Hmm. They're sneaky. And we have seen them. I'm about to tell you about some of it. Okay. But first I'm going to tell you about how we hear them. So, big foots, big feet, however we are going to say it. Um, are known to make howls, screams, moans, grunts, whistles, and even a supposed language. Those have all been reported and allegedly recorded. A retired U.S. Navy cryptologic linguist named Scott Nelson analyzed audio recordings from the early 1970s and stated, it's definitely a language, 
not human in origin, and it couldn't have been faked. Interesting. Yeah. A man who was on the show Survivor Man, Les Stroud, claims to have heard a strange vocalization in the wilderness while filming. Now, I know I said I was tossing out science for this, but I wanted to throw in that often these sounds are able to be linked to owls, coyotes, wolves, and foxes. Um, now, I have heard some wild, like, animal sounds while I was staying in a cabin in Indiana a couple of summers ago. And when we Googled, we were able to determine that it was actually from an owl. But initially, like, we all thought it was a coyote, and we would have sworn it was a dog-like creature creating this sound. Interesting. Yeah, it was really, really freaky. So, alleged encounters. I'm not going to cover ones that have already been, like, listed as easily disproven by hoaxes, because they're not helping the cause here. (laughs) Okay, listen. The first thing I have down... I literally have a defense of skeptics argue this is easily hoaxed, but that feels rude. (laughs) So I know I said I'm, you know, saying ones that can be easily disproven, but are there any? Uh, Not really. So (laughs) (laughs) the one I was going to talk about says that some amateur researchers have reported the creatures moving or even taking intentional gifts left for the Bigfoot. These would include, like, food or jewelry. In some instances, the creature will leave rocks or twigs as exchange. Again, like I was going to say, and I already did say, skeptics argue that this is easily hoaxed, but that feels rude. So, I want to talk about the Patterson-Gimlin film. Okay. If you've seen the single picture of a Bigfoot-type creature walking and sort of looking at the camera while walking across a large field area, you've seen the clip from this film. Like, I know exactly it, what you're talking about. Exactly, yes. You, If you've seen that, you've seen the clip from this film. Um, the film is a total of 59 seconds long and has become an iconic piece of Bigfoot lore. Okay. According to a May 2020 poll, about 10% of American adults believe in Bigfoot as a real animal. Okay. October 20th is considered by some as National Sasquatch Awareness Day, as this is the anniversary of the Patterson-Gimlin recording. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, So your dad's a believer, correct? Oh, absolutely. Um... Has he given you why he thinks so? You've seen the pictures, Sarah. Okay. That's what he would say to you. Okay. We've all seen the pictures. Why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling. (laughs) My eyes are just gigantic because I want you to understand how serious my father is about Bigfoot. Okay, so I have talked about um, Bigfoot in its entity. So now I want to talk about Florida Bigfoot, which is the skunk ape. So this is a purported ape-like creature said to inhabit the forests and swamps of some southeastern United States, notably in Florida, because of fucking course it is. I mean, yeah. It's Florida. That makes sense. Florida, man. Yes. So it's compared to Bigfoot, but also called, like, the cousin of Bigfoot. Okay. So the skunk ape is commonly described as another bipedal ape-like creature, um... 
But the skunk ape is only like between five and seven feet tall. And they're covered in like an all tangled up like reddish brown hair as compared to having like potentially like dark brown or black hair like the Bigfoot. This is decidedly reddish brown. Okay. So the skunk ape is a ginger. Skunk ape is often reported to be smaller in stature compared to traditional descriptions of Bigfoot, and it's named for its foul odor, often described as being similar to a skunk. So this has been recorded as being seen in Florida, Georgia, and Alabama since, like, European settlers first occupied the region. In 1818, local papers reported a story from what is now Apalachicola, Florida, that spoke of a man-sized monkey raiding food stores and stalking fishermen along the shore. In 1929, a sighting occurred at the famous and then recently constructed Perky Bat Tower at the Florida Keys. Witnesses reported that an unknown ape-like beast was drawn to the construction site. After inspecting the bat tower shortly after it had been stocked with bats, the creature shook the tower, driving off the bats before running into the woods. Damn. Yeah. In 1942, a man in Suwannee County reported a similar creature rushing out from the brush line while he was driving down an isolated road. It was alleged to have grabbed onto his vehicle and beat on the running board and door for half a mile before departing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. In the small community of Barden in Putnam County, Florida, beginning in the 1940s, there were a number of alleged sightings of a creature that came to be known as the Barden Booger. So we have another booger name here. In the 60s, the 1960s, a rash of sightings in central Florida happened around Alachua County and Marion County. One such report from 1963 involves several members of a family encountering an ape-like creature around their rural home, including one instance of it approaching a window to peer inside at night. Yucky. I'll pass. Skeptical investigator Joe Nickel has written that some reports may represent sightings of the American black bear, possibly suffering from mange, and that it's likely <laughs> the other sightings are hoaxes or general misidentification of wildlife. Yep. So the skunk ape has been widely adopted across Florida as an unofficial mascot for wilderness and rural culture, including appearing in roadside businesses and attractions, television commercials, and on signs. Oh my god, during the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, no. several Florida businesses used the skunk ape's reported foul smell to promote social distancing. That's awesome. That's fucking hilarious. In Western pop culture, the creature is commonly referred to as the abominable snowman. Yeah. I don't think they're the same thing. See, that's, I mean, that's what I... No, they are. Oh. This is what this is saying, that, like, oh. the Yeti is an ape-like creature, and in the West, they call it the abominable snowman. But it's oh. the same thing. It's all Sasquatch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, the Yeti, they just live in different places. I feel like they're different. Ooh. Science is here. <laughs> Tell me why they're different, Sarah. Well, because the abominable snowman is all white. <laughs> Maybe only in the Christmas cartoon. The Yeti is an ape-like creature purported to inhabit the Himalayan mountain range in Asia. This is also in Western pop culture called the abominable snowman. 
The Yeti is often described as being a large, bipedal, ape-like creature. Weird, wherever you heard that before. And it's covered with brown, gray, or white hair. Oh. And it sometimes is depicted as having large, sharp teeth. So, you don't want to fuck with the Yeti. Ooh, Yeti is derived from a Tibetan word. It's written in Tibetan script, so I can't read that. I'm very (laughs) sorry. I'd probably have more to show y'all if this were a visual media. As it's not, that's about all the information we're going to have on Bigfoot. Uh, And the jackalope. And the jackalope. That's right. So this has been our cryptozoology episode. We're going to go grab a drink and come right back. Okay, so I wanted to talk this time about things that used to be normal, like when we were kids, that are like not normal and totally not part of our everyday life anymore. Okay, give me some examples. So memorizing phone numbers. Yeah, I only know my husband's and my dad's. Yeah. And that's because they're my emergency contacts for everything, so I have to write them down. Yeah, I don't know yours, like, at all. You should maybe memorize, because... Here, I'd probably be your emergency contact. Yeah, you are. I have to look it up in my phone when I put you down for things. Okay. Well, yeah. You know. So, people have your number. I just don't have it memorized. Okay. Well, I mean, my kid's school has your number. Yeah. Fair. I don't have it memorized. Yeah. That's all right. What else? Um, this is interesting. So, not to mention, like, pay phones. Oh, yeah. I remember Totally used to phones. be a thing. Call and collect. So, I've never had to do either of those things. Okay. Have you had to call collect before? I've called collect. Like, I had a phone card. Phone cards, also. When yeah. I, um, when we took our school trip to Washington, D.C., because, like, cell phones were not a thing. Do you remember, though, that I'm pretty sure didn't text, like, text writing. Didn't that begin because we used to get charged per the letter? Yes. When we texted? Well, you got charged per message, and each message could only have 160 characters. That's very specific that you remember that. Well, it's 160. You had to write your life in 160 or less. Yeah, which is crazy, because now... And it was like 10 cents per text. Yeah, I remember. Like, per text. Think about how much you text now every day. Like, anyone listening, think about how many texts you send... Before 8 a.m. Okay, before 8 a.m., none. I'm not okay. talking to nobody. All right, well, <laughs> all right, well, Lisa and I are up and talking, starting at, like, 6.30, so. Well, y'all are... That's different. Good people, but now I don't text anybody. It's crazy. It's just so different. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. And then they started introducing, like, texting plans, and so it was, like, $10, and you would get, like, so many 250 texts which is cheaper than the 10 cents a text it used to be but if you went over it was like 10 cents a text yeah it was bananas like the amount of times i ran out of text and so i literally just couldn't respond is to people. i wireless still a thing i don't know do you remember i wireless yeah the that i was, wireless center that okay <laughs> that's a u.s cellular center oh no the i wireless center it too. Used, yes um, but that was my first phone plan was iWireless. I have been Verizon since day one. Nope. I was iWireless. But my mom has been a Verizon customer since 95 well, when then she I was had Verizon. a bag phone Ooh. in the car. She was fancy though. Well, I mean, 
I would not say she was fancy. She was driving 30 minutes to work and back from work, like, on country roads and stuff, like, in the winter. So she wanted to have, you know, something just in case. And that's literally what it was. Like, it was an emergencies thing. I don't even know the phone number for that thing. Yeah. What else is on there? Um, So many things. Give me some. Give me some. Phone books. Oh, this, yeah. A lot of this has to do with phones. Well, I mean, it's all legit. I do remember looking up my friends in the phone book. Yeah. And their name, address, and phone number would be right there for me. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I can find all that stuff out now. But... Well, yeah, but you sometimes it's behind a paywall. It's not just free and delivered to your front door No, every it takes year. me more work. Yeah. Uh, smoking in restaurants, bars, all that stuff. Like, isn't now, like... Mostly just casinos? Yeah. To my knowledge, it's mostly casinos. There are some states that still have, like, a, you know, smoking or non when you come into a restaurant. So weird. So, yeah. The whole thing is smoking, if it's smoking or non. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you say smoking or non, I'll pass. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then parents smoking in the car with their oh, kids. Yeah. With my... the windows rolled up. Yes. Yeah, my parents used it's cold to do that. Outside. My parents used to do that. And I remember yes. sitting in the back seat being like, this is awful. Yeah. This is terrible. Yeah. Um, candy cigarettes are now called candy sticks, and they no longer have the little red on the end like it's oh. burning. Printing out directions from MapQuest. Girl. Me and my cousin went on a vacation with my grandma with just MapQuest. Yes. And if you miss the turn... You gotta, you gotta figure it out. You gotta figure it out. Like there is no directions Reroute. that update. Yeah. yeah, rerouting was you needed a computer and you didn't have a phone that was a computer. No, you literally had to. No, we used to have to ask for directions yes. to get back to where we needed to be to follow the map quest. Yeah, that's like I know that's like a trope, you know, asking for directions, but. There was it, no we other literally option. had to do that. You would stop at a gas station. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that was the thing you knew. If you got lost, you just stopped at a gas station. You would talk to whoever works there and ask them, hey, you know, I got off my route. I'm trying to find this highway and hope to God they could get you back. If not, you would just go to the payphone and call someone until someone that you knew that, like, had an atlas or something, or, like, a local directory, but you had to call someone. We also had a paper map in the car, in case that happened. The atlas, yeah. That was, you know, I I was gifted an atlas when I got my first car. You know, just in case. I can't imagine my son trying to figure that out. Yeah. I mean, he's four. I can't imagine <laughs> a teenager now, try, my, my nephew, I can't imagine him trying to figure that out. Yeah, it's like, go in the atlas and, like, good luck. Yeah, you have to... So crazy. Crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Having to rewind your VHS tape before you returned it. Oh my gosh, yeah. Be kind. Please rewind. Yes. Um, Video stores in general? Yeah. I don't think they have any anymore. Yeah, there are some. Really? Yeah. I mean, not a lot of them, but I mean, I think there's a couple that still exist. With streaming, that just seems crazy. Yeah. Because... Like when Netflix came in the mail... Yes. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. You like, wait forever? Yes. It would be like, and then you'll you... get this DVD in three months, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I just want to watch Titanic! Remember? And you then people would burn the DVD. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's what I... I never did that. My mom 
you know, yes, it's stealing. I understand this. But it felt like it was so cool at the time. You didn't think about what that was. We were kids. No. So I just wanted to, like, have a friend that did that, and I never did. It was very disappointing. Um, I remember making mixed CDs with using li- lime yes. wire. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Risking every virus <laughs> known to every computer yeah. just to get that full NSYNC album. Yeah. I made my dad do it for me. Yeah. I used Kazaa. <laughs> yeah. Kazaa was another like type of lime wire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, you I looked at me laughing. like I had two heads and I was like. No, is it, Am crazy? I... is it crazy, though, that MySpace, remember we used to change your background? We all became yes. into, like, fucking... we knew HTML. We were all, like, IT experts now. We're like, duh. Listen, I can restart it, and then I can do that a second time. <laughs> and then I have a calling help desk. Yes, and then I have me. questions for someone who is more computer tech savvy. Like, I'm, I'm definitely tech savvy, but I'm not like an IT expert by any means. Fuck no. Just crazy. Yeah. How advanced we became with technology. Yeah. Absolutely. It also makes me feel old and I'm not that old. I know. Technology evolves like daily. It's fucking insane. It's good. Dude, it's just insane what our, my kid is going to have versus what I had. Yeah. I mean, at preschool he has computer lab. Yeah. Like, when I was in preschool, we had blocks. I mean, he still has blocks. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Like, we had blocks and outside. His favorite time is outside time. I mean, yeah. And don't pick him up too early. No, because he needs to go outside for a second outside. Yeah. He needs two outside times. Yeah, he does. It's so cute. Like, I showed up to pick him up. What, like, so the first time I went to pick him up, I was too early. <laughs> and so, like, he, I went to pick him up, and he sees me, and he's like, hi, you're too early. <laughs> and I'm just like, um, okay, I thought I was just going to, like, take you home. Like, all right, so we went home. That was fine. But then the next day, so I, I delayed by, like, 30 minutes. I was like, okay, I'll give him some more time. And then I show up, and he goes, why you take so long? <laughs> I was like, damn, I can't get this right, okay? <laughs> so the next day, I tried to come in between, and I did. I got it right, but he was still outside at that point in time. Okay, you are much nicer than me because I'm like, bro, I came when I came. Get in the car. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just like, well, what would be better? Like, I'm asking him for, you know, constructive criticism on my arrival <laughs> time at daycare at the end of the day or preschool. And, Yeah. No, he doesn't get choices. Listen, I did it until I got it right. Bro, you're four. You can't even wipe your own ass yet. No, <laughs> you no, just, you can't. You just get what you get. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, randomly knocking on friends' doors to see if they're the, home and want to play. See, you know what? My cousin's kids actually still have this happen with the neighbor's kid. He'll, they'll come knock on the door, see if they want to play. That's nice. Oh, video games only working on Channel 3? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a thing. That was like how you changed the input. You went to Channel 3, and Channel 3 could magically work the things you had plugged into the TV. And those things were the Nintendo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the Nintendo with probably one game. Uh, no, we had three. We had... Um, Duck Hunter? No. Oh, I love Duck Hunter. No, we had Donkey Kong. Of course. 
which, <laughs> the bomb. Yeah. We had, um, oh shit, my brother would kill me if he knew that I didn't, couldn't remember those. Mario. Yeah, I would say Mario, probably Super Mario Brothers. Yep, Super Mario Brothers. And then we had one more and I can't, I can't remember it. Yeah. So okay. what game systems did you grow up with in your house? Nintendo six, Nintendo. Like in order. Okay. Nintendo. Got it. Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Nintendo 64. Got it. PlayStation. Yep. PlayStation 2. PlayStation 3. PlayStation. That was... I nope. think you left the house by now. I was already gone by yeah. PlayStation 2. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you've gone too far. As an adult, I've had PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. Yes. But as a child. No, we went up Isn't to PlayStation 2. is one of five? Yeah. And you have that. Yes. Yes. Um, Xbox. We had... I had the original Xbox, too. Okay. Oh, and GameCube. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Um, so they were always my brothers. They were never mine. And there was only like one game I ever played, Echo the Dolphin. Um I mean I played Super Mario Brothers and Mario when I was a kid. And Donkey Kong. I played that. Um, but we had like the the Sega. Yes. So yeah, so we had a regular Nintendo, then the N sixty four, a Sega Sega. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, what's that little thing? Oh my goodness. But I will never forget the screens that pop up when they first start. Yeah. How cool it was. Yeah. Well, and if like something wasn't going to work right, it would glitch on the first screen. So you knew you had to like take it out and blow in it, even though you're not really supposed to blow in it. But that was how we fixed everything. It was. Yeah. It was. And I remember my brother, me and my brother, the worst fight we ever got into. We were living in an apartment. And I unplugged the Nintendo or the PlayStation while he was playing it, and he tried to break my arm. <laughs> oh my god. Because I turned off his video game, so I was screaming, you broke my arm! <laughs> Cops were called, my dad was in the shower, so he answered the door in his towel. Oh. He was so mad. The police came and they're like, yeah, we knew that was kids, because we could hear it. For one, we just stood outside the door and listened to you say, you go in that room, you go in that room. Both yeah. of you stop talking. Oh, my God. They're like, but we do need to check to make sure her arm is not broken. Yeah, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, it's pretty rough. Yeah. I While you were talking about fighting with your brother, I remembered the Mortal Kombat game, and I also played that. Um, Jackson likes that game, and now it's a lot more violent, so sometimes I'm like, ooh. There was blood in our version. Yeah. Now it shows, like, internal organs being ripped out and stuff. Jeez, why is that necessary? I mean, it's kind of cool. <laughs> not helping. I know. My son does not need to see it, so, like, he does have to turn away from the TV sometimes. Oh. But he'll, like, be playing Scorpion, and he'll throw the knife, and now he yells, Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious to me. And I'm also like, wow, I'm a great parrot. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I forgot when I was really little, we had, my dad had an Atari that like we played Frogger on. I loved Frogger. Yeah. I used to play it on the PC. Ooh, I also had Barbie on the PC and Candyland. Ooh, I loved Candyland on the computer. Yeah. I love that game in general. Well, me too, but it was super cool on the computer and I was allowed to play it when my brother played his stupid Nintendo because he used to pretend I was connected and I wasn't. So I thought I was playing, and my dad felt bad for me for looking stupid. So, <laughs> just sitting there with a the controller that's not, like, connected anything. to anything. Oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. My, when my son was two, he knew that that wasn't really 
the case. Oh. He was like, I'm not playing. <laughs> uh, well, well, you've ruined this. Yeah. So stop being intelligent. Get a yeah. little get a little dumber. Yes, that's what we tell our children. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just kidding. I've no. never said that. <laughs> Nor have I actually thought it. But. No, of course not. Duck Hunter. I loved Duck Hunter when I was a little kid. I liked it at Chuck E. Cheese or Showbiz. What is Showbiz? Chuck E. Cheese before Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know this. Well, I I never had a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. That was way too expensive. I had one and I wore a plaid dress with a black, like... Shirt? Like, no, like the black, like... Collar? Yeah, like it went like this. And it yeah. was... Real fucking ugly. <laughs> you sound thrilled. Best birthday ever, right? Uh, I mean, probably. Is is the bomb i remember taking jackson to the playstation or something like that for his birthday yeah he had a blast yeah i mean chuck e cheese is not the greatest no what i wanted to go to as a little kid was something more like um jungle bungle i have no idea what that is it's in the the quad cities I have no idea what that is. That's what it is. It's basically a gigantic McDonald's PlayStation. Okay, so it's like the PlayStation. Sure, I've never been there. It's a giant jungle gym. Because I don't have children. So, but yes, a giant jungle gym. That's all I wanted to do as a little kid is go to a giant jungle gym. Um, I remember my cousin went to a skating rink and I thought that was so cool. Wait, you've been to skating rinks though, right? Yes, I went in high school. That was like, or middle school, middle school. It was the cool thing to do. We had skating parties every single month, all through grade school. I, I went every single month. I remember going and thinking it was so cool when they, like, turn off the lights and, like, have, like... The slow skate? Yeah. Yeah. I loved slow skate. Okay. I was a shitty skater. Remember when they used to have, like, the skater. limbo? Yeah, yeah. I can't do that. I'm, I'm not... I mean, I can crunch down into a little ball and turn my head sideways, and that was about as short as I could get it. I can't do the splits. I couldn't do that, so that's where I'm at. Oh, well, no. I loved skating. It was so much fun. I had my own rollerblades for a while. Oh, look at you. I mean, I had rollerblades for outside. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, yeah. I went rollerblading outside. Yeah, I could rollerblade outside, but I would prefer roller skating. And I'm actually, like, super excited that roller skating is kind of, like, cool right now. It is? Yeah, on, like, TikTok and stuff. Oh, I have not Like, roller skaters. Yeah, like, they sell roller skates in, like, Target now. Yeah, I almost bought some for my son, but also he trips when he walks, so <laughs> we should maybe nervous. wait. Yeah, we'll we'll wait another couple years on that one. But um, yeah, no, I've had like strap-on skates, like those little plastic the ones that go ones. over your shoes. Yeah, I had those as a kid. I thought they were so cool. I'm yeah. pretty sure I have a picture of me with them. Um, yeah, there is there are home movies of me doing it. There are pictures of me in those skates that like I've seen recently. Nicole says truant officers. Are those not a thing anymore? I don't even know what a truant officer is. What? A truancy officer? Yeah, what is that? When you don't go to school, they show up at your house. Oh, my school used to just call. Yeah, no, this is an actual human being that shows up to your house. That never happened to me. I never skipped school. I tried one I time. My mom school. figured it out, and I felt really bad, and so I never skipped school again. I only did it in high school. I did but... in middle school because I had to walk far to school, and I woke up late. I've always been a deep, like, heavy sleeper. I don't wake up well in the morning. It sucks. 
Um, but I overslept and I was too embarrassed to show up to school late. So I stayed home and I told my mom that I threw up. And so that's why I had to stay home. And then she got home for lunch and came upstairs and she checked on me. And I had just been probably in my room reading, to be honest. I was probably reading a Harry Potter book. Like, let's be real. It was middle school. And she came upstairs and she was like, did you throw up upstairs or downstairs as far as the bathroom goes? And I was like, upstairs? Why? I was like, I haven't gone downstairs. I probably hadn't gotten snacks, but I hadn't gone downstairs, you know? And she was like, funny, your brother peed in the toilet and didn't flush this morning before he went to school, so... (laughs) And I was like, come on, Ryan, of all the times! Like... Like Flush that's the damn what toilet. It's me in trouble. Is that you didn't? It's you. You got me in trouble. Which really, who's I, the problem? It's, it's Ryan. <laughs> no, it's Ryan. Ryan, you're the problem. That's hilarious. Yeah. So the one and only time I tried to skip school, I got in trouble. You should have done better, but like, no, that was me, Mom. I just didn't wipe. <laughs> oh my god. That'd be the worst. She'd be like, we have to have more talks. <laughs> This is bigger than you just not going to school. <laughs> yeah, this is a problem. Oh my god, the cart with the TV on it that they would roll into class. Oh yes, that was always the best. Oh yeah. my gosh, those overhead projectors. Yes. Those were cool too. Those were when you got to be able to when you got to when you <laughs> used to be able to go up there and write on them. Yeah. For math. <laughs> well, I'm left handed, so you like um, couldn't see stuff until I was done. <laughs> and so yeah, it got tricky. Oh, disposable cameras. I was just looking for a Polaroid camera. Yeah, I've looked for one. I thought about getting one earlier this year, but I think they were like 180 and I was like, Ooh, Ow. actually, I found a Polaroid 600 okay. for 100 bucks on Amazon. Okay. I was thinking about getting one because I just think it would be nice. Yeah, I just keep thinking like, okay, so that's $100 for what my phone can do for free. Yeah, and I can go send this to somewhere and get it printed or I can get it printed with a frame around it and make it look like a Polaroid. Yeah, it's not as cool. No, it's not. I get like Polaroids are really fucking cool. And they weren't when we were kids. Yeah, they weren't like a big deal and now yeah. they're like well, they got a little kitschy when I was in high school i believe my sister had they had like the mini polaroids yes those were big deal yeah i think those are still pretty big for kids so i still have god it's somewhere i have one of those mini polaroids of my youngest brother when he was born in the year 2000 like that was really big at that point that was middle school i guess for me but my older sister who was in high school had one i can't believe you have a sibling born in 2000 yeah i know because oh, I'm born in the 80s. Oh my goodness, your parents. They yeah. were never done raising. Like, no, that's crazy. Just now. That's crazy. Yeah. That's too long. Yes. Stop I, it. I think they would agree. How, I mean, you don't get enough time to yourself at that point. I mean, BJ's, when, when my kid's out of school, BJ's going to be old. Yeah, they had the baby when they were BJ's age. Yeah, it's too old. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not far off with Jack only being this old. Like, well, BJ's not. Yeah. Sorry, that's what you were saying in the fucking first place. Yeah, no, me, myself, and I, normal age. Yeah. Parents leaving $20 under a magnet on the fridge for pizza and the number of the restaurant they were eating at 
your friend's parents down the blocks number and maybe your grandma's landline as a last resort. I didn't ever, I never had that. Yeah, I didn't either, but it was written on here and I've seen it in a lot of movies. I have seen it in a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> Being able to wait at people's gates at the airport. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I used to be able to take my mom to the gate when she had to fly somewhere. So not the case now. Not at all. Thanks, Bin Laden. (laughs) (laughs) That's a little intense. I mean, September 11th is why we have air airport security. I mean, we've always had airport security, but that's the reason it got so intense, yes. Yeah, there, no. TSA wasn't a thing. No. No. Why are you? No, it wasn't. I'm just like, do you not know that TSA is only because of 9-11? I didn't know that. I thought we always had. No. Airport security. No, not really. You literally just walked in. Like they scanned your bag, but everyone just walked in. They didn't scan anyone else. Yeah. Didn't matter. You walked right the fuck through. They didn't care who you were going with. As long as you had your stuff at the gate, you're good to go. I remember my stepdad was supposed to be going to Washington, D.C. that day for work. Ooh, fuck that. And then I got a message at school that he did not go. I think it's crazy that we stayed at school. Yeah. That they did not send us home. Yep. Like, I'm sorry. We just had a terrorist attack on our country. I think I should go home. Yeah. I mean, I was only in third grade. Yeah, I was in high school. Were you really? For 9-11? Yeah. Yeah, it was my freshman year of high school. I feel like that for people is something they'll never forget. Yeah, no, not ever. I could tell you exactly where I was. I can too. Who told me. uh, We watched it on the news. Yeah, we watched it in every single classroom. And I was in third grade. We maybe shouldn't have seen that. TSA was founded on November 19th. 2001. That's crazy. Yeah. Two months after September 11th. So yeah, TSA did not exist. My brother was a TSA agent. Really? Yes. And they have to go through all of your history. I got a call. My dad got a call. I'm pretty sure. That's crazy. They go through all of your family history. Yeah. When he applied, he asked me, I need mom and your dad's marriage date. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that was. Do you know when the Department of Homeland Security was founded? When? 2002! That's a little crazy. 2002. Like, all of this shit is brand new. That's crazy. Yeah. You were just a baby, though. I was in fourth grade. That's the year my mom died. 2002. Wow. Yeah, my baby brother was two. That's crazy. Yeah. I was nine, so. Yeah, it was a very long time ago. It was. I mean, that's the year I turned 10, though. Double digits. Ooh, that fancy. That's such a big deal. Yeah. I hit the double digits. Very fancy. Um, Yeah, no, all of this shit is so brand new. Like, I mean, it's not brand new. It was 20 years ago. But it's Sure, but like, half of my life, I didn't have it at all. I think a little more than half your life at this point, but yes. You're only 35. (laughs) Yeah, okay, fine. It's been around for 20 years, and I've been around for 35. So, yeah, I was 15 when all this started. So, yeah, I was in high school. It was so so bananas. So weird to think about. Yeah. Another story kind of from around that time. So, um, I mentioned earlier I didn't have a cell phone when I went on my Washington, D.C. trip, right? Yes, you had a card. 
yeah, I had a calling card um, that I used. And if I had to, I could have called collect as well, right? So with that in mind, my eighth grade going into my freshman year of high school was the summer of 2001. And we went to Washington, D.C. Oh. And so we went before any of this any of this happened and we were supposed to go to the one place that I was so looking forward to because of like my family history whatever we have a lot of family um, from Germany my dad has always been fascinated with World War II I really wanted to go to the Holocaust Museum I was very interested in learning about that I knew how serious of an experience it was. Like, I was prepared. We got in. I got my booklet to see who I was. And then there was a bomb threat and we had to leave. Have you ever seen it? No, I've never been to the Holocaust Museum. We should go. I would love to go. World War II is extremely interesting to me, too. Yeah. I love history. I like history a lot. I wouldn't say love, but there are certain eras that I'm more interested in than others. But yeah. I do want to go to the Holocaust Museum. Yeah, no, I think I think we definitely should. And I think that's something we should look into um, coming up is places we can take Jack. Like, I know, I want to look at places around here. Yeah. That I can take him. Absolutely. There's lots of museums here. Um, outdoor exhibits, arboretums. Lots of options. Good episode. Crazy stuff. All right. Dad, you're welcome. We covered some weird stuff. There will be more stuff in the future. Don't you worry. But if you have requests, let us know. Yeah. And if you have any stories yourself of any um, Bigfoot or Sasquatch or Jackalope sightings, or interesting stories about them within, like, your family, please tell us on our Facebook group. Yes. Cannot wait. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Doom Crew Podcast. We now have a Patreon. You can find us as The Doom Crew Podcast. We have three different levels. All right. For $1 per month, you can participate on the manslaughter level. And at that level, you get to participate in polls that help determine future content. We also have level two, which is $3 per month, and that's our second degree murder level. So you're going to get to participate in those polls still, but you can also ask us personal questions that we answer on air, and we will read your name out loud on our podcast. Level three is $5 a month. That is our first degree murder level. On top of all of the incredible benefits I already told you, you'll get to join us for a monthly Zoom call. We appreciate all of your support on all of our platforms. Thank you so, so much for listening. Now a message from our biggest supporter and our smallest fan, my little man. Take it away, Jack. Thank you for listening to Cheryl and Samantha. Thank you! Like and subscribe. Please join a five-star review. Thank you.